juju, voodoo, witchcraft, black magic, whatever you want to call it. Personally, I don't believe in it because the people that talk about this the most are, you know, Africans, South Americans, Central Americans, and we the most oppressed people on, on earth. So if it was real, why are we still <laughs> the underdogs of life? But hey, it is what it is. Um, A few years ago, Yaya Torre's manager, Dimitri Saluk, said, I am sure that many African shamans will not let Guardiola win the Champions League in future. It will be like an African curse on Guardiola. Time will tell if I am right or not. And see, once again, he put it on the Africans. But I get it. Yaya Torres from Ivory Coast. But hey, Europeans, y'all boys do witchcraft too, allegedly. That's what y'all was into back in the day, you know. Even in America, the Salem witchcraft trials and all that. So, But they always try to put it on us. But hey, this morning, Real Madrid on their Twitter, they put... Santiago Bernabal, School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. So, hey, they, they went probably went to see their juju man to be down 1-0, 5-3 on aggregate, and then to score three goals in five minutes. It must have been some witchcraft. <laughs> but, hey, this is Dan, another episode of The Last Dan, and we're going to break down the Champions League match last night or yesterday, depending on where you are in the world between Real Madrid and Manchester City. For the most part, it was a pretty dry match. The first half, nil-nil, a couple chances here or there. Casemiro should have been sent off. He got away with a couple yellow cards. I mean, the main ref was an Italian brother. Maybe uh, my boy Florentino Perez gave him a bag to, hey, you know, call it in our favor because <laughs> he was letting Man City get abused on the pitch. But in the second half, up to 88 minutes, it was only, I think, yeah, up to 88 minutes, Real Madrid had no shot on goal. Mares scored a chopper on the near post to expand the aggregate to 5-3. And then in the span, like I said, eight in the 90th minute, Rodrigo scores. The Ruben Diaz, he's caught sleeping. Real Madrid is putting numbers in the box. They're crossing, crossing. Rodrigo gets on the end of one, one nil. The next minute, <laughs> a set piece. It bounced off a homie's a shoulder perfectly for Rodrigo to head it in the goal. Boom. We go into extra time. 93rd minute. Benzema gets a penalty. He scores it. And it's like the game is over. Because at that point, Guardiola subbed off um, De Bruyne, Mares, and Gabriel Jesus to try to solidify the midfield and the defense. And unfortunately, it didn't work out. A lot of people will blame Pep Guardiola for this because they have an agenda against him. And they say, hey, he's a failure, even though he's won two Champions Leagues. Did he choke last year with not starting Rodri? Yes, definitely. That was fuckery at its finest. But this time, it's not his fault. The players seemed to turn off their brains, and they didn't have the intestinal fortitude to fight back. Or the firepower, to be honest. But hey, Carlo Ancelotti, 
he subbed off Modric and Tony Cruz. It worked out for him, though. An extra time, he subbed off Benzema. It didn't come back to bite him. These are the decisions you have to make as a coach. And I understand that, you know, when you're a guy like Guardiola and you have the most money in your team and you've dominated three different countries in historical fashion, you're supposed to be successful. That's the that's a testament to his greatness is that every time his teams lose, instead of looking on the people on the pitch making these decisions, we look to him because of how great he is. And in turn, Carlo Ancelotti, this is the first man to win five league titles in the quote-unquote big five leagues. You know, he won one with Chelsea, one with PSG, one with Bayern, one with Real Madrid, and one with AC Milan. That's a great achievement. But for me, the reason why I don't Ancelotti, I don't put Ancelotti like in top five managers of all time, he's number 10 for me right now, is because he's always had the most talented teams and I feel like he never dominated, not I feel like it's a fact, he never dominated a league even though he coached the big overdogs in all those leagues. Yes, he's won two Champions League titles with AC Milan and he won one with Real Madrid. He might be able to win another one with Madrid later this month against Liverpool. That would be a great match. Yesterday, he stated that, you know, if you guys don't know, he was at Everton last year. What all-time great ends up coaching at Everton after folding at Napoli? Hey, that's the beauty of coaching, man. But, hey, he said he feels like he's still an Evertonian and he's going to treat it like a derby. And if you don't remember, in 2005... The biggest choke in Champions League final history was AC Milan being up 3-0 in Istanbul against Liverpool and losing eventually in penalties. Two years later, they beat Liverpool in the Champions League final, so they kind of redeemed themselves. But nah, man, <laughs> you up 3-0 at halftime and choke it? That's the biggest choke job in Champions League history, but it's okay. Because we like Ancelotti, so we're not going to bring that up. And he has three Champions Leagues, one more than Pep. He might have two more than Pep. I still think Pep is the better manager because, like I said, his sustained greatness in three different countries, his style of play has influenced the world. Every country he goes to, the national team eventually tries to mirror what he does. So that's a te another testament to his greatness, but... You have to give Real Madrid their props. Benzema, baller. Vinicius, baller. Rodrigo, super sub of the year. Um, Camavinga, when he came on for Casemiro, who once again, I said that that boy should have been sent off, but he got hurt. Camavinga came in and bossed it. Um, you know, Alaba didn't play because he's hurt. Nacho didn't do any fuckery, which was a surprise. Um, who else do I have to show love to? Valverde. From being on the flank in the first half, they didn't use him as much. The second half, he started to be more electric when he got into the game. Eventually, he moved back to midfield and did a great job. Like, Real Madrid, they're the cardiac kids. <laughs> they came back against PSG. They came back against Chelsea. They came back against City. Will the Magic run out against Liverpool? Personally, I think so because Liverpool is the most well-rounded team in the world. They have 
two world-class players on form in Salah and Mane. Luis Diaz is a threat. Firmino is an option. Jota is an option. Klopp realizes his African midfield, which I like to call Nabi Keita, Fabinho, and Thiago. Jordan Henderson, you might be the captain, but she don't have the legs anymore, which is fine due through injury and, you know, having a long career. But that midfield is perfect. And then, of course, you have the best left back in the world, Andy Robertson, or Andy Robertson, the best right back in the world, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Van Dyke and Konate, great pairing. My tip is okay, but I prefer Konate because of his understanding of helping out Van Dyke, who, you know, he's still recovering from his injury. He's not as pacey as he used to be, but he still can read the game with the best of them and make great decisions. Allison, one of the top goalies in the world. So I feel like Liverpool should win the Champions League final. But if Real Madrid gets this done, that will help my agenda. <laughs> because personally, I don't, it's nothing personal against them, but I just believe that the three greatest players in the world of in the history of football is Messi, Maradona, Pele, the number 10. And I put Cristiano in the second grouping with Cruyff and Alfredo Di Stefano. And it goes into the reason why I don't put Cristiano up there with the number 10s is because they influence the game in more ways than just scoring. They score, but they also bring their teammates into the game. While Cristiano, he can score, but like we see at Manchester United, yeah, he's scoring, but the team ain't doing nothing because he doesn't influence his teammates. They have to work for him than the other way around. But that's another story for another day. Let me know what y'all think. Did Pep choke it? Did uh, Real Madrid use some witchcraft to win? Is Liverpool going to beat them? How do you feel this final is going to go? Let me know in the comments. Like, subscribe, give us five stars. You can find me on Twitter at DoyenWave, D-O-Y-E-N-W-A-V-E. Instagram, D-O-Y-E-N underscore W-A-V-E. And I'm going to holler at y'all next time. Peace.